This episode is brought to you by DistroKid. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Defeat the mix. Defeat the mix. Do you think you have what it takes? Music trivia. Useless knowledge. Shit you never learned in college. Defeat the mix. Defeat the mix. Do you think you have what it takes? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of what is most definitely your favorite music trivia podcast game show, Defeat Demakes. I'm Chris Fafalius, and I'm here to do my best to put Chris and today's challenger to the test and make everyone listening at home yell the answers out loud and feel a whole lot smarter than either of these guys. And rather than screaming in frustration when contestants didn't know that it was a black fly in Alanis's Chardonnay, why don't you come on Defeat Demakes yourself and show the world how smart you are? If you'd like to be a contestant, head over to ChrisDemakes.com and sign up for our supporting cast where we do regular casting calls for contestants via email. You'll also get an enormous back catalog of the After Party podcast, which I know you'll enjoy, and you'll be supporting the podcast that you already love, which I know you'll enjoy as well. Moving along. First off, let's say hello to the bro who you all probably know. He's the host of Krista Makes a Podcast. He's the guitarist and vocalist of Less Than Jake. And his collection of music biographies is nothing to sneeze at. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Chris DeMakes. All right. What an intro. That was awesome, Chris. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Chris, today is a really important episode for you because you're sitting on a three and two record and you're at risk of falling to 500 if you lose today. Well, I, I've been I've been thinking about this today, Chris, and and you know I, I I'm optimistic. I'm 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 thinking positive as I'm going into this tonight. But I will say that uh, if if I were to lose to, to our contestant tonight, it'd be like I'd be back at zero. So okay, you know, all right, yeah, that's right. What, that, that's the way I'm, that's that's the way I'm gonna frame it. But you know what? You're right, Chris. Thanks. It's defeat the makes, and you're being slightly defeatist, so it's kind of fitting. So <laughs> I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win. All right, all right. That's that's the attitude you need. Now we move on to today's contestant, Chris. I gotta warn you, this guy has been chomping at the bit to take you on. He's put his name in the hat every single time I send out a casting email, and he's even hit me up when I didn't send one out before. He's a confident man with a winning plan. Everyone, put your hands together for Tom Brantley. Yeah. Tom, tell the people listening where you're from and what you do. I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, I'm a prosecutor. I try to put bad guys in jail and sometimes let less bad guys catch a break. Nice, nice, very nice. Uh, Omaha, like the, the Counting Crows song. Exactly. Your favorite album. Yes. That's true. It is my favorite album of all time, August and Everything After. Yes. So also, Tom, if I told you to party on, Wayne, that would be kind of acceptable too, right? It would, yes. Uh, through my emails, you have uh, learned <laughs> that uh, my Thomas is my middle name. My first name is Wayne. Right. And so, yeah, I in the late 80s, early 90s, I dealt with a lot of, oh, oh wait, wait, your, your first name is Wayne? Yeah, party on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. You got to party on. But- 
just like my dad, you go by your middle name. My dad goes by his middle name, uh, Mark, but his name is actually Joseph. So I respect the guy who goes by his middle name. All right. Anyway, <laughs> at least your name isn't Chris. We have enough Chris's here already. We certainly do. <laughs> okay. Now, I know that you guys know the rules, but I'm going to go through them real quick for anyone at home who's tuning in for the first time. In each of the first two rounds, you'll choose between two categories. Each round consists of three questions for each contestant. In the first round, scoring works like this. If you can answer the question without the multiple choice, you'll get two points. If you can answer the question with the multiple choice, you'll get one point. And, as you know, you each get one demakes to use throughout the course of the entire show. You can use your demakes to demake the other person answer the question. If they get it wrong, you'll get the full points for the question. If they get it right, they'll get the full points for the question. But keep in mind, the person who is demaked will always get the multiple choice. But regardless, it'll still count for full points. So use your demakes wisely and strategically. We had a few episodes in a row where no one was demaked to the point where we were like, should we even do the demakes thing anymore? But then both contestants used their demakes last week. So the demake is going strong. Don't be afraid to use it. And also, if either of you miss a question, the other person will get a chance to steal. If you opt to try to steal and you get the question correct, you'll get the points. However, if you miss the question, your opponent will get the points. So be careful there too. Okay, you guys got it, right? Got it. Ready to roll. All right, now on to the show. Tom, I know you've been dreaming of this moment. Your category choices are 80s pop or the 90s. Uh, I, I kind of like the 90s because it could be everything, 80s pop. Yeah, 90s. You're going to go 90s, okay. Here Comes the Hot Stepper was a hit in 1994 for what Jamaican reggae artist? Song title didn't give it to me, but Jamaican reggae artist tripped something in my head, but I'll, I'll have to go immediately to uh, multiple choice. Your choices are A, Shaba Ranks, B, Beanie Man, C, Aini Kamozi, or D, Shaggy. I don't think it was Shaggy because I think he was later. I thought I had it at first, and then I second-guessed myself. What were the first two? A, Shaba Ranks, B, Beanie Man, C, Aini Kamozi, or D, Shaggy. My gut tells me A. At least it told me that at first, so I'll go with A. Sorry, that is not correct, Tom. Chris, would you like to attempt to steal? Interesting. You know, I got to be honest with you. I thought it was Shaba Ranks as well. So uh, I think I'm going to opt out of this one, Chris. I'm, uh, I, I have to play a little cautious because uh, I don't want to be batting 500 here. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. You're not a hot stepper today, I guess. I certainly am not. The answer was actually Aini Kamozi. Wow. Aini Kamozi. My second guess would have been B, so I would have been wrong. <laughs> yeah. It was not Beanie Man. <laughs> I'm glad you did not challenge me on that. All right. So we got no score, but we're just getting started here. Chris, your category choices are 90s alternative song lyrics or band beef. Wow. Hmm. 
That's tough. That's tough because 90s alternative song lyrics are band beef. I'm going to go band beef. At the Q Awards, which are the UK's annual music awards run by the music magazine Q in 2004, this artist accused Madonna of lip syncing and said that she should be shot. Hmm. I vaguely remember this. Much like my opponent today, I'm going to have to go multiple choice. Your choices are A, Liam Gallagher, B, Elton John, C, Eminem, or D, Robbie Williams. Oh, man. I, I, I thought Eminem was the first thing that I thought of, but I just don't really. I really don't know. My gut's telling me that it's A, Liam Gallagher, final answer. That is not correct, Chris. Tom, are you going to attempt to steal? It just came to me. Dang it. And no, I didn't look at my phone, Tom. <laughs> hands up, hands up, hands up. Um, oh, I've got a counterintuitive guess. Uh, I, I will, yeah, I will try to steal, and I will say D. Robbie Williams. That is not correct. Elton John. It was Elton John. It was. <laughs> I would have never gone there. Yeah, right? And I guess that's why they call it the blue. It's very unexpected. All three of those other people you would think would be the ones. I thought I did a good job on that question. <laughs> that was a good that was a good question. As soon as I answered it wrong, I went, oh man, I remember it. We're both batting zero, Tom. Well, no, Chris, you're actually not batting zero. You got a oh, point. Oh wait. I got a point. Okay. You got a point because he missed it. Two. One. Oh, uh, yeah. One. It's one on the steal. Yeah. It's full points on a demake. Yeah, there it is. Okay. Yeah, right. You just got prosecuted, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going back to you, Tom. It's only one nothing. It's anybody's game. Your category choices are 2000s punk or one hit thunder. I love them both. Um, but I have a feeling that Chris is more thoroughly familiar with all the one hit thunder catalog. I mean, I am too, but. Um, I'll go 2000s punk. In 2007, this band debuted at number 57 on the Billboard 200 with their Butch Vig produced album, New Wave. I was happy all the way through that until you gave me the album. Uh, <laughs> give me your multiple choice. Your choices are A, Rise Against, B, AFI, C, Against Me, or D, Hot Water Music. Rise Against, AFI, Against Me, Hot Water Music. I'd go AFI. That is not correct, Tom. I would like to steal. Oh, Chris, the hot stepper coming in. Here comes the hot stepper. What you got, Chris? <laughs> I'm going to go with, I believe it was C, Against Me. You got it. All right. Out 
I went ahead and wrote that one down on my sheet at home here. Uh, you could you could have got clever though, Tom, and said "rise against me" and gotten two answers in one. But you know, Chris takes a two zero lead, and it's his turn. But don't worry, Tom, we got a lot of game left to go. Chris, your category choices are '90s hip hop or '80s pop. I'm gonna go '80s pop. What was Belinda Carlisle's first hit after leaving the Go Go's? peaking at number three on the Billboard Hot 100 in 1986. I think I know. I think it's Heaven is a Place on Earth. But there was the other song, Mad About You. And I know both of those are going to be in the uh, multiple choice. So, (laughs) and it's, oh man. I probably shouldn't have said that because if I don't get it right, then Tom's going to pick the other one. So I kind of just blew it. Um, Give me the multiple choice. Your choices are A, heaven is a place on earth, B, mad about you, C, circle in the sand, or D, summer rain. Wow. It's one of the two. I do remember my cousin graduating from high school in 1986, and for some reason, it was in Michigan, we slept in a tent in his backyard. I don't know, can't remember why. We were kids. And I remember on the radio that we had in the tent, I heard Heaven is a Place on Earth for the first time listening uh, in in that tent. I'm going to go Heaven is a Place on Earth. That is incorrect, Chris. Mad about you. Dang Tom, Tom, do you want to attempt to steal? And maybe it's not that. (laughs) Yes, I do. Okay. Mad about you. You got it. There you go. (laughs) Tom, you're on the board. Finally, geez. Chris leads by a slim margin of two to one, and it is Tom's turn for the third question of round one. It is the final question for each of you of round one. Tom, are you ready? I thought so, but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I am. He doesn't make this easy, Tom. I'm telling you, he doesn't. Every week, every week they've been getting tougher. <laughs> I, I, I know, I know. I've just I've been on pins and needles all day. Thanks, Chris. Tom, your category choices are 80s metal or legendary artists i thought about this earlier today and even though it's not my strong point i know if i pass it up now the megs is going to get it for like four points oh strategy strategy so i'll take 80s metal wow this band reached the top 10 in the uk with the albums ready and willing come and get it and saints and sinners before breaking through in North America and selling 8 million copies of their self-titled album in 1987. I think I know it, but I don't want two points for missing it if I get too cocky, so I'll take the multiple choice. Your choices are A, Whitesnake, B, Motorhead, C, Def Leppard, or D, White Lion. B, Motorhead. That is incorrect. Oh, oh my God, <laughs> Chris! Are you going to attempt to steal this one? I am. I am, as a matter of fact, and it is unequivocally for sure. White Snake. You got it. And here I go again on my own, going down the only road I've ever Like a twister, I was born to walk alone. Chris, you got a point. All right. 
I'll take it. I'll take it. I was, I was trying to talk myself into it's okay to lose today. It's not okay to lose, Chris. It's defeat the mix. I can't lose on my show. <laughs> I knew it wasn't the other. I knew it wasn't Def Leppard or White Lion, but ah. Well, hey, at least you picked a British band. Motorhead and Def Leppard are both British too. So this has not been easy, Tom. Don't feel bad. And round two, everything's doubled. It's anybody's game. But Chris <laughs> right now has a three to one lead, and he has one more question left in round one. All right, Chris, your category choices are. 90s metal or 90s punk? I'm going to go 90s punk. Bad Religion re-recorded this song for their 1994 Atlantic Records release, Stranger Than Fiction, which originally appeared on their 1990 album, Against the Grain. 21st century digital boy. Wow, you got it. Because <laughs> I'm a 21st century digital boy. I don't know how to read, but I got a lot of toys. That was good, man. I, I knew that one. There's very, you know what? I, I've been so gun shy uh, because I, I, I did that once early on uh, in Defeat to Make. I just uh, threw something out and I was wrong and I got shot down and something I was sure about, but I was sure about this one. I almost threw on their shirt for this. <laughs> did you know the answer to that one, Tom? Yes. Oh, man. Of course I did because it wasn't mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel sometimes, Tom. That's how a lot of the contestants feel. <laughs> Well, anyway, that's the end of round one. Chris leads with a score of five to one. But, Tom, it's anybody's game. You know how it goes. Round two, the point values are doubled. And we're going to be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Looking to elevate your music career? DistroKid is a digital music distribution service that enables musicians to distribute their music to online stores and streaming platforms such as Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, Amazon, Tidal, and many more. DistroKid collects earnings and payments, sending them to you, the artist. With DistroKid, artists unlock a world of possibilities. From easily paying collaborators with splits to securing your music with DistroLock, DistroKid covers all bases. Plus, you can promote your releases with HyperFollow and create eye-catching visuals with the Spotify Canvas Generator, all for free. But that's not all. Introducing the DistroKid app, now available on iOS and Android. Artists can manage their releases, view streaming stats, and withdraw earnings, all from the palm of their hand. And for those looking to perfect their sound, check out Mixia. With its simple interface and customizable mastering options, artists can make their music sound polished and professional within minutes. And don't forget about Instant Share, DistroKid's newest feature. Share large files securely with collaborators, producers, and more, ensuring your music streams at the highest quality. Ready to take your music to the next level? Download the DistroKid app and explore their suite of tools today. Plus, listeners can enjoy 30% off their first year by visiting distrokid.com slash VIP slash demakes. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash demakes. And we're back. Chris leads with a score of five to one, but it's still anybody's game. The point values are doubled. If you can get the question without the multiple choice this round, you get 
four points. If you get it with the multiple choice, you get two points. Keep in mind, you guys both have a Demex in your pocket, and you always have the option of stealing if the other person misses. Things can change a lot in round two. And Tom, you're still going to go first since you're trailing. Are you ready? I am. Your category choices are musical oddities or the 80s. If musical oddities ends up being the bird vomit. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go with, was it 80s? Yep. Yeah, I'll go with 80s. Michael Jackson's Thriller was the worldwide top-selling album of the 80s. What was number two? I'm good to make Chris answer that. Oh, wow. You know, Tom, Tom's full of strategy tonight. I like it. Chris, you do get the multiple choice here, but if you miss it, Tom will be tied with you, just so you know. So you could either take a giant lead here or it's going to be a tie game. All right. Your choices are A, ACDC Back in Black, B, Bruce Springsteen Born in the USA, C, Guns N' Roses Appetite for Destruction, or D, Whitney Houston's self-titled album? I have no idea. Um, You know, when the question was getting answered, I thought guns for a second. Then I remember that ACDC sold 40 million copies, I believe. That was on one of one of our after parties or something. Maybe it was on Defeat to Makes. Um, but then Born in the USA is in there. And then you got Whitney Houston that's just massive. Whitney was massive. I just, I have no idea. Um, so I need a four-sided die or an ABCD die just to roll because I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh Whitney Houston. That is incorrect, and we have ourselves a tie game. ACDC. You're right. You should have went with what you learned on the past defeat to makes. It was either her or ACDC, and I I, uh, I picked the wrong one. That's why I don't go to Vegas, Tom. Yeah. No, I always play Henderson, Nevada, never <laughs> Vegas. That was a serious, that was a serious strategic move. That is one of the best uses I've seen of a Demakes yet. Maybe number one. That was awesome. Great job, Tom. Tough question. Yeah. Uh, okay. We move on. We got a tie game, but we're on Chris. Chris, your category choices are Yacht Rock or the 70s. Both in the same era. I'm going to go Yacht Rock. All I want to do when I wake up in the morning is see you Rosanna, Rosanna. Toto had a huge hit in 1982 with Rosanna. The song was assumed to be about actress Rosanna Arquette, but why? Never heard of this story. So uh, I'm going to demake my, my friend Tom. Oh, coming right back at you. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to take the four-point lead or give you a four-point lead. This could be a huge swing. Yeah, it, this could be a huge swing Tom, for Tom. Tom could be handing me a can of whoop-ass here, but uh, you know what? I, I, I had to take my chances. I think I've heard this story before, but we will see. I'll repeat the question one more time for you, Tom. Toto had a huge hit in 1982 with Rosanna. The song was assumed to be about actress Rosanna Arquette. But why? A, she had stated publicly in a Rolling Stone interview that Toto were her favorite band. B, the song was featured in the film After Hours that Rosanna Arquette starred in. C, she was dating Toto keyboard player Steve Percaro at the time of the song's release. 
or D, she was the only famous Rosanna at the time, so people just assumed it was about her. I know it's not D. My gut tells me C, that she was dating C. Percaro. And I have to answer this, right? You do. You've been debaked. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Does that work in the courtroom, Tom? (laughs) No. No, it doesn't. I'm going to stick with C. That's my gut. You got it. Yes. Wow, what a swing for Tom. He went from down five to one to up nine to five. Working nine to five. What a way to make a living. And it is also Tom's question right now. That was crazy. Good job, Tom. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Chris, for demaking me. And Hey, no problem. Anytime. Tom, your category choices are the 90s or 80s pop. Um, I will go uh, with the 90s. In the early 90s heyday of The Simpsons' popularity, the album The Simpsons Sing the Blues was released. Side note, I owned that album and I loved it. The Bart Simpson single Do the Bart Man became a pop hit in 1990. The song was secretly co-written, co-produced, and featured backing vocals by who? Multiple choice. Your choices are A, George Clinton, B, Prince, C, Michael Jackson, or D, Bobby Brown. What year was this? 1990. Clinton, Bobby Brown, Prince, or who? Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. You got it. Tom takes an 11 to 5 lead. Chris, the pressure is on. All right, let's do it. Your category choices are One Hit Thunder or 90s Alternative Song Lyrics. One Hit Thunder. David Lowery of What Band had a minor hit in the mid-80s with Take the Skinheads Bowling by his other band, Camper Van Beethoven. Looks like Tom knows this one. I got to go multiple choice. I have no idea. I don't know anything about Camper Van Beethoven. What, what was, wasn't a fan. Your choices are A, Marcy Playground, B, The Black Crows, C, Counting Crows, or D, Cracker. Uh, wow, those weren't any choices that I ever would have thought because Camper Van Beethoven was more of an 80s act. Uh, no idea. I, I, I don't even know what to pick. Uh, cracker. You got it. Like 
It was, I, I, didn't, I didn't think it was Counting Crows or Black Crows. I was pretty sure. Oh, Marcy Playground. Yeah, and I was like, I don't think it's Marcy Playground. It was Cracker. Okay, I didn't. I did not know that they were affiliated with Camper Van Beethoven. That's interesting. Okay, you desperately needed that one, Chris. I, I learned some. I learned something every week on my own on my own show. It's great. Yeah. So right now, Tom has an eleven to seven lead, and you guys have one question left each before the final round. So Tom, we're back to you. Your category choices are legendary artists or 90s metal. Yeah, I, I can't remember if I've even heard legendary artists before on any of the others. I'll, I'll do that one. Gordon Matthew Thomas Sumner, better known as Sting, got his nickname How. I should know this because the police were absolutely my first artist I had ever discussed with people like, what would you pay $100 to see? <laughs> I would pay 100. No, I'd pay 200 apparently. Um, but I'm going to need multiple choice for it just because I, I, I can't be wrong. Your choices are A, from a black and yellow sweater he used to wear, B, because he played a Stingray bass, C, because he was allergic to bees, or D, because he was quick witted when it came to insults. Maybe I didn't know this one. Um, <laughs> Insult, sweater, base, and what was the other one? Allergic to bees. Oh, it's not that one. Um, it, it has to be the base. I'll go to the base. That is incorrect. Chris, do you want to attempt to steal? Give me them uh, the other three answers again, please. A, from a black and yellow sweater he used to wear. C, because he was allergic to bees. Or D, because he was quick-witted when it came to insults. I have no idea. Pass. Okay. The score remains 11 to 7. It was actually from a black and yellow sweater he used to wear. It was. Uh. So, Tom, you got an 11 to 7 lead. Chris, you got a chance to tie or, or come close before the final round here. You got one question left. All right. All right. Your category choices are 80s punk or 70s hard rock. Let's go 70s hard rock. The lead vocalist of this Dublin, Ireland band passed away in 1986 at the age of 36. That was Phil Linnett from Thin Lizzy. You got it. Or as the Irish say, Tin Lizzy. Wow. And just like that, it's 11-11. Man, that's a sign. That is good luck. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's been a battle. Tom, you have been battling hard. I guess you got to be psyched. You were trailing really bad going into this round. You took a huge lead. But now it just seems appropriate that we're tied going into the final round. It does. It's been a dogfight. I'll tell you, his strategy has been impressive. I'm, I, I'm going to take a, a few pointers from you, Tom. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's been really good. It's it, We've had enough episodes that it's cool that Tom has been able to develop a strategy. And you're going to see more and more of that with contestants on uh, Defeat the Makes, I think, Chris. I'm not quite sure I like it, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we move on to the final round, which is the wager round. And both of you guys have a pen and a piece of paper in front of you. So I'm going to tell you guys the category, and then you guys can put down your wager, how many points you want to wager on this category to see who wins. So All right. your category today will be the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So you both can wager however many points out of 11 you want to. 
Tom, this is the first time we've been in a situation where we've been tied going into the wager round. Since you are our guest, you can either answer a question first or you can defer to Demakes. Either way, you're going to get a question, but you know, right. you want to go first or second, basically. Go second. Okay, Chris. As of the time of this recording, which is March 9th, 2022, which one of these artists is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? A. Neil Diamond, B, Joe Cocker, C, Peter Gabriel, or D, Rod Stewart? Oh, wow. I think I know, but I, it's tough. Um, I mean, Stewart and Gabriel and Diamond are just huge. Joe Cocker had his thing. Um, I don't think that Joe Cocker was... I don't believe he was in any other bands that would have been huge that would have gotten him in. I think he was just solo. But something tells me Neil Diamond's not in there, and I don't know why I feel that way. Or Peter Gabriel. I don't know. I, I'm going to go with the first one that came up. I have no idea. It's probably not right. I'm going Joe Cocker. You got it. Ah! <laughs> That was a good uh, narrowing down, yeah. That was a tough one, man. That was tough, Chris. That was tough. How many points did you wager? Eight. You wagered eight. Wow. Yes. Okay. So, Chris, you now have 19 points, and we go to Tom. Tom, your question is, as of the time of this recording, which is March 9th, 2022, which one of these artists is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> A, The Kinks, B, Soundgarden, C, The Red Hot Chili Peppers, or D, The Zombies? Kinks, Chili Peppers, Soundgarden, and Zombies. I can't remember if they put Soundgarden in post Chris Cornell's death or if they had already done it or if they haven't done it at all. But I think, oh, man. This is for posterity. I'm going to go with the zombies. That is incorrect. You should have went with your gut there, Tom. It, was... it didn't matter. Oh, it didn't matter. He was strategically going for a low. He only wagered two. So Chris wins by a score of 19 to 9. <laughs> wow. But what a battle. What a battle. Tom, Tom, you, you, you put up a fight, buddy. You did great. I'm pleased to have been part of a, if it wasn't the benchmark of tying three to three with contestants versus you, we took you the first tiebreaker uh, or, or sudden death, I guess. So I really, I feel like I took it to you guys pretty hard. And I think you guys both did great. It came down to a really hard last question. Tom, I felt you knew that last question. You said it. It's just the same deal with Chris. He, your gut. You should have went with your gut. Chris went with his yeah. gut. Uh, it was just more, it came down to strategy too. The past few final questions have been tough. And I was, I was actually banking on Chris to not get it right. And 
Right. <laughs> I have wagered more and it backfired. So nah, man, you did great. And, and you, and you said it earlier, Tom, that, uh, Chris is uh, putting out some tough questions, man. And, and, uh, so you, 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 you did a great job. I'm four and two. I, I, I feel good. I feel good. You're now batting six, six, six. It just seems right, Chris. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but Tom, thank you so much for coming on, man. You put up a good battle and I hope, you know, just like everybody who's listening right now, you guys are learning things. And those brains are get, getting a little stronger for uh, crossword puzzles in the future. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Glad to be part of the first six episodes. It's fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, yeah man. Well, that concludes another episode of Defeat to Makes. If you'd like to be eligible to be a contestant on Defeat to Makes, go sign up for our supporting cast at ChrisToMakes.com. Every month, we send out a casting call for a challenger so you could get your shot to show the world what you know. On top of that, you'll get weekly episodes of the After Party Podcast, an entire back catalog of After Party episodes, discounts on merch, invites to Zoom parties, and most importantly, you'll be supporting the podcast that you love. We'll see you next time for another episode of Defeat Demakes. Sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. Hey, this is Steve Choi, host of the Musicians Guild Podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Within the four walls of the Musicians Guild, we'll be discussing the habits, idiosyncrasies, experiences, and general psychology of my friends and peers all involved with music in various capacities. Listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com. Well, hey, friends. My name is Zach Lupiton. You may know me from the band Dust Bowl Revival, but I also host a music discovery podcast called The Show on the Road. For the last five seasons, I've been able to dive deep and have intimate chats with folks like the Lumineers, Andy DeFranco, Wolfpack, Keb Moe, Lake Street Dive, Bela Fleck, and more. So guess what? After 150 conversations with some of my favorite songwriters from around the world, we are bringing brand new episodes to the Osiris Network. New interviews and intimate acoustic performances will be coming at you this summer. And which episodes are coming next, you ask? I am Zach Goody, the lead singer for the band Smash Mouth. Our band is called Milky Chance. We are based in Berlin. My name is David Shaw. I sing and write songs with my band, The Revivalist. Trust me, these conversations go some wild places. So subscribe to the show on the road on Osiris, and we'll see you soon. Again.